And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast, the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Here we are, episode 181 of the only show other than news time that I do every week. This is an audio show. Like I said, premier podcast. Uh, what's going on? Well, we're in the middle of an election. If you're listening to this, this is uh, this, this is this is this is two days after the U.S. United States election. Uh, we still haven't found out who the president is. Probably won't find out till at least Saturday. I was thinking this morning on my way to work. Man, if I if I had money to gamble, I would again I would have made a bet on Saturday, and that would have made a backup bet for Thursday. But it definitely won't be Friday. But I would have made a bet for Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Of when we're going to find out who the president is. But I'm sure, you know, if you're listening to this show, I guarantee you've heard a countless amount of people talking about uh, this. I mean, I couldn't even, there's so, every single news podcast and news show I watch, and it's a lot of news stuff. That may be why I'm so depressed. (laughs) I, uh, I just, I had to skip over a lot of them. Because every single one of Planet Money. No, I don't think Planet Money did it. Uh, both Wall Street Journal podcasts I subscribe to. Uh, several of the NPR podcasts. I'm sure the Atlantic tomorrow, their episode, their, their one episode they do a week is going to be about that. The Daily, all that stuff. I will tell you something not related to the, uh, the pandemic nor the election. I was editing. Well, actually, this kind of related to the election. I was editing news time. This week's news time is an election special talking about how celebrities uh, are are influential to you during a pandemic and uh, or not during a pandemic during an election, how they're how they're influential. And they can they might be able to change your vote depending on how you know what they say. Watch it. It's a really good episode. Uh, truly, it's when I say it's good, it's good. And so I did the so I did the episode. And then I'm at work and I'm editing the episode. And then all of a sudden, the trackpad on the laptop just goes out. Now, this is a Lenovo Yoga 900. And so it's, it's a yoga and it flips and it turns into a tablet. And uh, it's, a, it's, an, it's, a, it's a great laptop, especially for you know it being from 2015. And, uh, but it's got, it, it, it was the highest spec laptop at the time. No big deal. Uh, but one of the main issues with it, besides <laughs> there's some things that are falling off from it, from the hinge. Uh, that's a great watch band hinge, but it's things falling off from it. But one of the biggest issues about it is there's a manufacturer's defect with a trackpad. And I guess it was a big problem. Well, it wasn't a big problem, but it was a problem that was big enough to where Lenovo never recognized it, <laughs> but ev- but everybody who has this laptop did. It's kind of like if you are in the tech, if you're interested interested in tech at all, uh, the Dell XPS, the high end Dell XPS line, which is like the MacBook Pros for laptop PCs, uh, they have had the past couple of years issues with their trackpads as well, where it just doesn't register a click or double clicks, whatever, it just doesn't work. And same thing with this one, trackpad just sometimes will stop working or it'll uh it'll jankily work where like you're you're moving your finger 
uh, or like you can't scroll, you can't do the two finger scrolling or the zooming or that stuff. It just, it just stops working. Uh, it's yeah, two, two grand. And, and that's what it does. But anyway, uh, so it stopped working. I'm editing this video at work <laughs> and I go, Oh dang it. You know? And so I just, I take the mouse from my computer, my Mac, and I plug it into to the, to the, the yoga and I'm, I'm knocking, I'm knocking out the video, but, uh, eventually I get to a point where, okay, I'm done. I'm the videos exported and it's, and it's uploaded to YouTube and, uh, and, and now I'm just going to figure out how, how, what's wrong with the laptop. I, I power cycle it. I turn it on and off. Uh, I update the drivers. I uninstall the mouse. Nothing is working. And I go, Oh my God, <laughs> this thing's not working. The trustpad is just broken. I don't have the, the a, I don't want to go in there and, uh, I don't have to like, get the special screwdriver and unscrew it, uh, and, and fix the touchpad and, and B, I don't want to fix the touchpad. <laughs> It's just, it's just so much work. So I, uh, and I, and I could, I can do it. I just don't want to, um, <laughs> like, like I would, I can do the research and I can learn how to fix it and buy a new touchpad and replace it. And I've, I've already watched a couple of videos on how to do that. I just don't want to. Um, and so for at least a day, so election day until, uh, I would say yesterday, I was freaking out going, I, I have to. I have to use just a, an external mouse with this laptop. I have to carry an external mouse with me. And, uh, man, and a new laptop is going to cost two grand because I'm not going to spend $500 on a laptop. I got to edit. I got to do stuff. So I got a new laptop. You know, I got to buy the new <laughs> XPS 15 Core i7. And I and it's going to cost this much money. And then it starts working again. And then I go, and then, like, suddenly that weight was lifted off me. That $2,000 weight was lifted off. Well, actually, they're expensive. $2,500 weight was lifted off me. And I was just like, oh, my God, thank you. Ugh. I just, it's, whatever. I just don't want to, the technology should work. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That's what sucks about uh, Android and PC stuff. Uh, well, not, not you know, PCs that you can build and really work on, but the stuff that's, like, soldered on, like the, the yoga stuff. It just, like, Android, you can't pick up, a, gal- a, a Galaxy S, you know, four from where we're on. We're on twenty now. We're on twenty, but they skipped twelve. Uh, so twenty, eleven, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. That's eight years ago. The, the Galaxy S four is eight years ago. Uh, or the S four is eight years ago. But yeah, you can't pick up an S four, five, or six, and it be you know, the quote unquote buttery, whatever the tech people say, they say buttery, smooth, crispy. That's what uh, you, you watch, watch any tech review. They, it's so satisfying, buttery, smooth. They all have the same, you know, six word thesaurus. Same thing for, uh, for game reviewers, game, not game reviewers. Well, game reviewers and uh, game journalists, they all say oddly satisfying and no spoilers here, but honestly, for me personally, you know, they say the same stuff. Uh, which is why I try to stay off the internet because everybody speaks the same. But you know you can't you can't pick up a Galaxy S five and it be the it can't it won't be the same thing it is. <laughs> but I can but I guarantee I can go back and get an iPhone XR or an iPhone SE the first one or you know an iPhone seven and it still be <laughs> iPhone eight and it still be good. <laughs> Android is so. Android's great because I can play emulated Pokemon games 
on my phone or on my uh, television device, you know, without breaking in and kerneling, popping kernels or whatever, like jailbreaking all that stuff. But, you know, the iPad I have in my hand, it's going to work <laughs> for the next 10 years. It'll be slower than whatever comes out uh, in a year, but it'll work. Hey, let's get on to the first story before this, uh, before the time goes out. Uh, T-Mobile has their television service out right now, I believe. You can access it. This comes from The Verge with their friggin' banner ad. Written by Chaim Gartenberg. T-Mobile T-Vision. I hope they're Jewish because I just said Chaim like it's... <laughs> <laughs> like they're Hasidic. Uh, T-Mobile, T-Vision, hands-on, the basics, but not much else. So it's called T-Vision, which I had no idea it was. But uh, imagine YouTube TV and Sling TV and Pluto TV and uh, and Hulu with live TV. Imagine that, but coming from T-Mobile. Uh, it's, got, it's basic. Uh, oh, you can... The price tags are... Between ten and forty dollars, and then you can. There's the add-ons and stuff. The add-ons are very strange because it. Uh, excuse me, I can't type the word. I can't type a word. <laughs> oh God, I'm really just struggling. <laughs> I tried to type T Vision into Google, <laughs> and I just kept typing T C Fion and and other words that don't matter. Doing a great job addressing the camera. So there's three tiers. Live TV, which is 30 channels, uh, $40. Live TV Plus, 40 channels, $50. Live Zone, 60 bucks. And then you can add on different channels starting from $6, including, you know, Epic, Star, Showtime, the rest. <laughs> Only those three. So let me see the channels that are in my zip code because I remember uh, that... I think you can you can add on like Disney, but it doesn't come within the regular thing. Don't quote me on that, because I ain't said s word. Oh, limited time offer: get twelve months of Apple TV Plus free. That was a re- the, that that last line I just said was a uh, reference to uh, uh, Easy. <laughs> okay, I can't find the channels, but I, I, I it was very strange. Like you could only get a certain amount of channels. Uh, and add it. Okay, here it is. TV Vision Live. This comes from uh, The Verge, of course. The core channels, you get, you know, the your regular affiliates, with the exception of CBS, it looks like, and uh, sports stuff, ESPN, Fox, all that stuff, and then Cartoon Network, TBS, some, you know, the Warner stuff. And then pay $10 more, you get more stuff, more sports stuff. And then the Live Plus is more channels, but you most importantly, uh, NFL Red Zone. And then there's add-on. There's $10 per month options from AMC, Discovery, Viacom, uh, and those channels. So so $10 more for them. Oh, my God. Jiminy Christmas. That's ugh, that's so disgusting. Just, just charge. I just don't. I don't get this a la carte thing. Like, a la carte channels is. A, oh, there, also, there's a thing called AMC Plus. AMC has its own. It's not a streaming service, it's a streaming add on. So, if you if you want, if uh, they have AMC, BBC America, IFC, Shudder, which is, which, and it's by itself is probably worth the $10 a month, but uh, you get, you get all that stuff plus all the AMC stuff that they air. Um, it's television is turning all the cart and it's, and it's in a place where I just, I don't like that. 
I'd rather pay for the cable stuff and then, you know, the streaming services and then that's it. But purchasing channels per package is just asinine to me. And so basically what what Haim was getting at, (laughs) again, I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. There's... T-Vision works, but it's basic and it's limited and you can only get it on certain devices. Apple TV, Roku, Chromecast. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's strange. I'm complaining a couple of weeks ago, Apple TV Plus isn't available outside of the Apple TV ecosystem and it's on Roku as well and maybe on Fire TV, but uh, it has yet to drop on Android. However, next week when the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 launch, they're both going to have Apple TV+. Plus. It doesn't make sense for you not to put it on Android, which is the most plethora most plethora device out there okay there you go so t-vision uh works it's just empty it's available for all postpaid t-mobile subscribers sprint users will have access later in november with the service set up to more broadly open up to all users in 2021 Wow, so if you, so this works for if you're T-Mobile people. I I wonder if it works if you have Google Fi like I do because it uses T-Mobile's uh, and Sprint's, but now just T-Mobile's uh, radios. <laughs> oh, there's no Roku app for the T-Vision yet. You can get it. You can get it on Apple and Android devices. However, Chromecast nor AirPlay work. Huh, just bland. Okay. Well, that was T Vision. Hey, listen, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll actually have uh, two serious topics to talk about, which is great. So here we go. Go on a break. Okay. And I'm back. Hey, first time ever I got the headphones in before I brought back up the, uh, <laughs> the thing. Would it be. Is it too casual for me to put my foot up on the desk as I record these? I just think it shows I'm a cool guy. Hey, look at me. I'm a cool guy. Look, I'm not even wearing pants, man. I'm so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here recording a podcast. Put my foot up on the desk. Yeah, the world's burning down around us. We got pandemics, fires, earthquakes in Turkey, and a dictator in America. <laughs> But baby, it's so casual that I can record a podcast with my feet up. My wiki feet page must be exploding right now. I wonder when I was at uh, when I was at NBC, the NBC affiliate here in Atlanta. Uh, we got a we got a new we got a new anchor, anchoress as I call her because she's a woman. <laughs> okay, this is laughing way too hard at that one. That was pretty funny, though. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, I don't mean it. I don't mean anchorous for real. It was just a joke. It's very funny, though. If you add wrists to the end of anything, like a doctor, I'm a doctress. My therapist is the therapist wrist. I think it's very funny, but she, uh, when she, she joined the net, she joined the station and, um, 
and she's very nice, uh, very good at her job. Uh, and, and I remember, uh, I had to, I don't know, I guess I was, I was, I was, tr- oh, I was, I, I made a, a welcome video for her. And, uh, that I think is the only thing that I've ever made on that website that had to be taken down because she was working, she was working nights and then they moved her in the morning anyway. So, uh, I, so I made this video for her, uh, this, this like profile video for the website to show off. And I, and I, so I had to, I had to like find her reel and her resume and all this stuff. She could have given this all to me, but she, but I chose not to ask, <laughs> but I had to find her uh reel and resume and all that stuff. And uh, I was Googling her name and the first thing on Google that popped up, I typed into her first name, last name, and then the next thing, feet. And I just went, <laughs> she came from New York. So obviously it's a, it's a very populous area, but, but people were so, they thought she was so attractive that they had to look up a local news anchors if she had a wiki feet page or, or just a feet picture on the internet i thought it was gross uh i mean everybody has their fetish but uh local news like like if you look up you know jennifer aniston feet fine but if you're looking up a local news anchor <laughs> feet come on come on guys okay let's move on uh, so, okay, let's let's do this first. Cable news election coverage, and I know I said I wasn't going to do anything election based, but I got to look at this. This is from the New York Times. How the major cable networks covered election night. This is written by Tiffany Sue, and I think it is a great piece about w- what election coverage is. So if you watch any type of cable news. I just I just got tired of this immediately. If you if you watch any type of cable news, especially during an election, it's uh it's tough because all they do is especially because I've seen it CNN on right now, uh, they do tw- it's eighteen hours of of straight up repeating the same thing over and over again. You know, it could be it's I mean literally on on Anderson Cooper's uh, two hours today. He asked a he asked a woman who was the uh, the reporteress <laughs> the report the reporter the reporter who was who was stationed in um, Pennsylvania I think uh, Pittsburgh or Philly or whatever she was in Pennsylvania and they he asked her hey what's going on over there uh, how are the how are they counting the ballots and then or you know why'd they stop for the day or something like that and she goes well they just got all these things and they can, and and they can only open them on Friday at 5 p.m. Uh, legally and blah 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 and she repeated she said she said you know three key facts and then uh, Anderson Cooper goes okay so let me try to understand and then he repeats the three facts and then she repeated the three facts and that was 10 minutes <laughs> that didn't need to happen and this and it is and it's not relegated to just CNN it's MSNBC and Fox and uh, now CNBC because we're talking about stocks and stuff and you know these are 24 hours with the exception of CNBC they're 24 hours and and there's there's just no stopping it until we find out you know who the president is and this is how it's just going to happen um, I why I stayed up and watched the election night coverage uh, then I went to the gym so I stayed up went to sleep for three hours woke up went to the gym it's great it wasn't great I fell asleep at work I fell asleep 
I fell asleep if you're watching the video. Uh, how my now de- my now uh, deceased grandfather, but he used to fall asleep in his chair uh, at his house with his head tilted back and his mouth open, just like. I fell asleep just like that at work for exactly 28 minutes. And then I woke up and uh, it was great. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Sue is cover is is looking at this uh, the exact same way that I looked at this. And she covers it. She broke it down starting in the, you know, the early hours on Tuesday. And then she it started, she starts going in from nine o'clock until the rest. And so, uh, you know, hour by hour, because that's when the um, the precincts, you know, they start closing around the country. They close at seven, then seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, nine, nine thirty, ten, and and then they had to report and all that stuff. And it was because right now, I can I don't know if you guys can hear the television. I just left it on, I left the sound on. But right now, I can hear the guy who has been working the big board for CNN talking about the same stuff for the past three days <laughs> since Tuesday at around this time. It's 8.37 p.m. Since Tuesday, it's now Thursday. He's been talking about this stuff <laughs> nonstop. And, uh, and it's not just him. It's every single person on all of these networks. You know, I don't know if you know this, but there's 40 articles out there that said Gail slept in her Spanx in her dress. And she did. The next morning on CBS This Morning... She was still there at the same desk. <laughs> I love Gail. I respect CBS News. Probably my favorite network news. But God, that did not need to be a story on Variety. Deadline. THR. Mashable. Uprocks. <laughs> it didn't need to be on any of that stuff. IGN even reported on it. So uh, she covered... I'm sorry, I just looked at the recorder and it looked like I was peeking. But she covered it, uh, she covers this, Miss Sue on uh, New York Times, covers just how everybody was covering the uh, the election. And it, I mean, you know, if you, after working in the news, I know this, like, this stuff is, of course, hard, especially for a local news. But for for national cable news, you have to, and you have to make you just have to make conversation for 15 hours straight. Um, when I was when I worked at uh, the NBC affiliate here in Atlanta again, the 28 midterm 2018 midterms, uh, me a photographer and a reporter uh, were sent to a um, a local I guess I guess precinct to, to count you know to watch people count ballots, and we were there for several hours. Uh, and this was just a midterms; it wasn't even like a, a major election. And so we were just, we were watching the people and it's like, even though it's, you know, 50 people, uh, which I don't know if this is that number, but even if, you know, even though it's like a couple dozen people, they, they're like, it's like a, to be cliche, a well-oiled machine. They're over there. They're running around counting ballots. We could only, we could only stay in a certain area. Like if we went, it was like in a kind of like a, a warehouse style thing. Uh, and just watching them pull off these cases and stuff and count. And then like, and then every so often they would talk, they would come over and talk to the, uh, to the media. Uh, and uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see, uh, it should have been one night, but now it's three and, uh, uh four five, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just going to be like this until March. <laughs> 
but this is this is a great article uh, piece to see to read and get an understanding of what the people in the media have had to deal with and do. And yeah, while I'm not a fan of what Fox, CNN, and MSNBC are doing, uh, you know, talking about nothing <laughs> for all these hours and oh here's what here's what needs to happen for trump to win here's what needs to happen for biden to win oh biden you know these people they gotta stop the count and win the count it's like while i'm not a fan of that it's just uh it's it's also interesting to me and i even though i hate the news i'm still a part of it it's still in my blood moving on this comes from uh so this next the this is the last story of the night of the day of the show whatever who cares <laughs> what if i died this is the last episode um, Ben K over at uh, Consequences Sound, Spotify offering to boost artists' algorithm placement in exchange for reduced royalties. So this is <laughs> this is so stupid. I got so mad when I saw this. Um, Spotify already pays artists nothing, but uh, it is widely known that artists do also make. A crap ton of money. They make up that back end uh, via, you know, selling tickets and selling merch. And merch is really how they, you know, touring and merch. That's how they make all their money now. But uh, if you if you are a musician and you are not that widely known or you don't have as big as a following as Ariana Grande or Beyonce or Nicki Minaj, I swear, I'll name someone who's not that, uh, I'll name someone who's not white. Uh, I mean, who's not a woman, uh, a woman of color. Um, uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> if, you, if you're not, that album, Letter You, wonderful. I, I love it. Truly, it's my favorite album of the year. And then Women in Music Part 3 with Haim. Speaking of Haim, truly two of my favorite albums of the year. And uh, I'm just waiting on... Oh, Young Dolph's album. Oh, God, that's so good. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, so <laughs> if you want to pay... If you want to lose... If you want to lose some of those royalties, then they'll put you in the, in the discovery mode, which is, which is something that I don't think... I mean, it's it's a trade-off for sure, but it, is it a, the positive one you're looking for? So Ben writes... Essentially, when an artist has a song they want to highlight for whatever reason, they can opt in to discovery mode. However, Spotify makes no promises that turning it on would actually increase the song's appearance in the, quote, personalized listening sessions. Only that if it does, they'll pay out a reduced rate for those streams. Because there's no upfront cost, Spotify is framing this as a chance for artists to actually earn more than on a track that may not have received as much exposure without the boost. So, I... It's uh, Spotify has to do a little dance around, you know, saying, hey, we'll give you less money for uh, uh, for in order for more discovery. It's because it's because that's illegal. <laughs> you can't say like, hey, they, they, they can't say, hey, you pay us money and we'll make you look good on our platform. Uh, but this is the loophole that will look good for somebody who has 15,000 listeners and probably wants more. Um, but I, you know, this is a, I kind of don't like, I like, I don't like this. The more I think about it, I, the more I just, I just think it's a, a very bad thing to do uh, for music. Cause now you're just kind of, you're quantifying it instead of qualifying it. Cause like on SoundCloud, you know, a SoundCloud rapper can be discovered or on, even on TikTok, on TikTok. Uh, an artist can be discovered by having the right people listen and play that song. But then you, you come here and Spotify is saying, Spotify is the major, you know, listening thing. 
And it's saying, hey, you can pay us and we will make you big. But it's not saying that. So keep that in mind. So speaking of Spotify, there's tension over Joe Rogan's podcast. This comes from the Wall Street Journal. And baby, you better believe I subscribe to the Wall Street Journal again. I got a good deal. So we got two months of Wall Street Journal, baby. Joe Rogan's podcast sparks tension inside Spotify, written by Ann Steele. So Joe Rogan had uh, Alex Jones, the host for InfoWars, and Abigail Schreier, an author critical of transgender issues, on as his uh, first guest as now he's Spotify's big podcast. Spotify employees are discouraged to openly debate topics as diverse as app updates and the snacks available in the office, people familiar with the matter says. As the company works remotely amid the coronavirus pandemic, many of these debates take place in Slack channels dubbed clubs. They started a club called the Ethics Club, and they have been saying, excuse me, I'm really getting worked up. They've been talking, the workers have been talking about how this more than a more than an ethics violation. This is now me talking, but more than an ethics violation, but uh, just something they're uncomfortable with. Because he kind of the Joe Rogan, while he may have be a good interviewer and he may get these giant guests. I'm not including you know those two. Uh, ooh, I was going to say some curse words. Those two people as giant guests, but uh, he has a huge platform. And he's giving them a platform to spread their messages of hate and intolerance. And that's not good at all. Uh, Chief Executive Daniel Eck reiterated Thursday his desire to make Spotify the, quote, largest audio platform in the world. And that ambition involves embracing diverse voices and differing opinions as the company chases scale and podcasting. He said, the most important thing for us is to have very clear policies in place. It doesn't matter if you're Joe Rogan or anyone else. We do apply the policies and they need to be evenly applied. So that's just a way of saying, hey, sometimes things are going to be said and uh, we'll make sure it's not said by everybody. So they they paid this guy a lot of money and they knew that they knew going in they had to have known going in that Alex Jones had been on before and he said wildly radical and incoherent and straight up wrong things before uh and it and it doesn't make sense you know that's it it goes back to I mentioned this last week uh with the Shepard Smith on CNBC it goes back to NBC hiring Megan Kelly and then you know, being surprised, <laughs> the Pikachu surprise phase. Uh, they still only, that's the only meme I know is that Pikachu thing. <laughs> uh, but being surprised that she says uh, she doesn't see anything wrong with blackface. Uh, and yes, I know I said last week she's a good reporter, reportress. But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, obviously she says, you know, horribly racist things sometimes. Not all the time. Uh, employees flagged this week's Joe Rogan experience featuring Mr. Jones to company moderators highlighting his comments stating this ma- that masks don't help the tra- don't stop the transmission of the new virus, the coronavirus, and that the polio vaccine caused people to become sick. Spotify determined the podcast fit within its guidelines. I, I mean, it's, it's Spotify just trying to protect their investment. And it's sad that it has come to this, but, I, you know, they pay $500 million to this guy. Uh, 
tax probably like you know 402 <laughs> they pay 500 million to this guy and um you know though his show may be divisive uh i don't listen to it <laughs> i guess i'm not that type of person that listens to joe rogan and there's a type of person look if you listen to joe rogan all the power more power to you but i i can guess what you look like <laughs> And you might have a tap out tattoo. <laughs> That's a very specific thing. Hey, listen, let's, I got to go. But if you like what you heard here, head to the website, seedlesscomedy.com, where there's interviews with favorite comedians. Uh, in a couple of weeks, it'll be the Jerky Boys. I've talked to Johnny Brennan. So if you don't know who the Jerky Boys are, ask your dad. Uh, tomorrow, literally, quite literally tomorrow, the, actually the day this podcast goes up, I'll be talking to the, the cast of Spanish Aki Presents, a lovely Latinx podcast uh, from Earwolf. So that's going to be great. Uh, I hope it's a long, I really hope it's a long talk because I like those people. And uh, that'll be up, I don't know, next week or something. Who cares? <laughs> and what else is going on? Hey, if you want to see a video of this show, youtube.com slash plus comedy. You can see me sitting here in my chair and my shirt that I wore to work, but these shorts that I did not. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't put on pants. I put on the shirt because I, I needed a shirt, but I didn't put on pants. Uh, after work, when I came to shoot this show. It's been several hours. I took the shirt off, and I took the pants off, and I just sat around uh, and, and went to therapy. Anyway, the whole thing. Uh, also on YouTube.com slash Comedy is our premium news show, News Time. It comes out once a week. This week's episode, as I said before, is about uh, the election and how celebrities can influence your vote. And that's it. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, at Comedy, Instagram, at Comedy. Share this podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your, tell your friends. And uh, also tell your friends and uh, rate and review this wherever you get it. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Okay? I gotta go. Goodbye, baby. Goodbye, <laughs> baby.